in league scoring, along with Matthew Kachuk. Another chance and another goal for Dylan Larkin, and that's a hat trick tonight for Larkin in the second game. And this final of the All-Star game, the Red Wing captains had a big day. All goal scoring here in Florida, and, and you mentioned it, Kevin. Larkin's had the energy, hasn't he? He's not just playing like it doesn't matter. He, he's had the effort, he's back-checked hard. There's a little pretend that you're losing the puck and another one, five-hole on Hellebuck. We had six hat-tricks coming in to this All-Star game, and wow, we get three on the weekend here. Talk with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh -huh. Talk with yeah. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then okay, pop bottles. Okay, we poppin' champagne like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship game. Cause I ball hard. Show this me by harder. I am the bird man. Yeah, I am the Hello and welcome to episode 95 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us. We are very, very excited to be here with you sharing our last football episode of the year. Here's the big one, the Super Bowl episode. I'm here with the main men, Channy Football. How we doing, Chan? Just a bittersweet episode, Frank. Just a, an absolute bittersweet episode, but I'm an ex I'm excited for it. I am too. I agree. And the big slip bandit, Lou, preparing for the big Sunday. How we doing? Doing good, baby. Good to be back in the house. Missed you guys last week. Didn't feel right. No. You know, just felt wrong. You guys held it down, though, but uh, excited to talk Super Bowl. Sad to see the NFL season coming to an end. I know. And every year when it starts, I never, I think there's so much time. And I think it's never going to end. And then every year we find ourselves right here. We're coming into the dark, dark hole of sports. <sighs> Death, taxes, end of the football season. That's They're inevitable. They are. They are. And I don't care what, what other summer league bullshit they're going to try to throw at us. I don't care. I just, I split up my seasons. Football season's done after this. I'm not going to watch XFL or what the, whatever. USFL the or yeah. whatever. The Michigan fuck. Panthers. You're not going to go down to Ford field. What happened to Fisher? We he's lost him. He's dude. gone already. That was the only thing I knew about that entire league. And he's already gone. Dude, they tweeted out something, the Michigan Panthers like official account. And they were like, thanks a lot, Jeff, Michigan Panthers legend. It's like, he led us to one season and we sucked ass. Were they bad? Were they bad? <laughs> they were think, one of the worst in the league. Yeah, I think they had like three or four wins. I don't even know where they play their games. Uh, I don't know where they did, but they're playing at Ford Field. I saw. Oh, nice. Year. Yeah. So it was in Al. It, no matter what city oh, you were right, from, yeah. they played in Birmingham, Alabama last year at one site. Wait, really? Yes. Mm -hmm. So there was no homer away. It was a neutral site game. Every game last year. I had no idea. Yes. They just tried to go to the pit of Alabama where they don't have an NFL team. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just budgetary restrictions <laughs> right there. Probably threw them all in a fucking frat house. It's a league in the nutshell, you know. That's I wonder what bad. the USFL uh, revenue stream was looking like for last year. Yeah, I mean, been did, high, right? did they even land a TV deal? I think they piggybacked something. Aren't they on ESPN? I think they're on like Fox or Fox Sports, yeah. to be honest with you. But We're I think just, they make as much revenue as the Fizz does. Yeah, right. Which is, oh, so they're doing well. So they're killing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, eight figures. All right, boys. Well, how was how was the weekend? What do we got? We'll lead with you, Big Slip. What, what do we got on the docket here? Yeah, yeah. So pretty pretty exciting uh, past last week. Not, not so much the weekend, but, you, you know, I was down in North Carolina 
Um, made my first pretty big purchase, or by far my biggest purchase ever. Um, bought a, a franchise, actually. Let's go. Yeah, Let's go, so baby. Let's go. Pretty excited about that. Small businesses, which we always support here at uh, The Fizz. Yeah. I'm excited to be part of the small business family now with Mosquito Authority. I'm taking care of all your mosquitoes, ticks, and flies this summer. Rochester, Rochester Hills, Lake Orion. If you're hating fucking mosquitoes like everyone does out here in Michigan, call your boy up. Because I got guys coming out to spray, pray, and take down Mosquito Bay. Let's go. What was uh, what was the name again? Uh, the name of the franchise is Mosquito Authority. Authority. Yep. They're based out of North Carolina. They got about 182 franchises in the nation. There's about five in Michigan. So I'm taking over the Rochester area territory. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. So pretty exciting stuff. I'm, uh, I'm juiced up about it. So what? I've actually been this past week... Uh, a, a spot that you guys used to find me in a lot up at Michigan State. I was been in the local library doing some studying. <laughs> yeah. Shut. Yeah. What do you mean the local? Is there yeah. a local library? Are, is that still? what you're calling Ricks now? Yeah. <laughs> they uh, they are local libraries actually, Chandler. Uh, Shelby Townships is nice actually one. very nice, but yeah. you can't even go in the building yet. They're still renovating it. They only have curbside book pickup right now. If you're wondering uh, for our Shelby Sound. Shelby Township residents. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I actually, uh, I headed over to the Macomb library, um, and nice setup there as well. Got some studying down. I got to take a couple of tests through the state to be certified for some of the pesticide oh, sprays. Nice. Okay. So just buckling down, getting back to my roots at the library, uh, this week. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't believe one word he said. I yeah, lived I, with him for three years. Yeah. He never quote unquote buckled down no. and studied in his life. No, he hit he a vape, like, yeah. looked at a book for five minutes and then turned on the TV. Yeah. And then like stole weed from his roommate. <laughs> I like Madden franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I was like on board and really excited for your new venture. And then you got on this whole fucking library. Kick. Nowhere on the script. You didn't even warn me about this. So. I mean, did he write, what, what did he say pray spray in mosquito bay and i let that go and i let that go out of like pride for his new adventure he's on and then he started talking about the library and all this fucking shit and so now you're just fucked mosquito authority there's your plug what about you chandler what'd you get into this weekend you know what not too much um I found myself in Royal Oak a lot lately, so we went to a soft opening for the the revamped Hopcat down oh. in Royal Oak. Yeah, I I saw an ad for that, and I just I didn't know it left or if it I didn't know. I don't know the full story either, whether they switched locations or whether they because um, they were down there a yeah. couple years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. I don't they know. They took over uh, Woody's. Yeah, right? they did. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Now yes. it's double O's. That place isn't terrible. I haven't been in that corner in a hot minute. Yeah, me neither. I hope I don't go back. Either, <laughs> if you want to but... bleed out one weekend, you know where to go. <laughs> yeah. If you have three dollars and you want a gallon of beer, O'Toole's Mug Night. So we went down there. It was a actually a fundraiser for the Detroit Zoo. So you had to pre-order tickets. One of our buddies' wives uh, got it for us. So we. We went down there, $15. You got an appetizer between you and your, your significant other, two entrees, and a dessert. 15 skins? 15 skins. You got to be kidding That's me. a great deal. And they had various menus throughout the restaurant to try out the new menu items. Yeah. Um, so we did that, got a couple beers there. What do they call the the fries now? It can't, oh, it's not crack fries, not right? Crack. We cosmic. call them cosmic, cosmic fries. fries. That's with it. a K, yeah. too, isn't it? I think it's with a Q. Yeah, it's something, like something really ridiculous. weird. Yes, yes. it no, is. Because I just read, I don't know where I saw it, probably Instagram or something, mm -hmm. but I it was a double whammy, like, wait, did the Royal Oak Place shut down? And, oh, that's what they're calling crack fries now. Yes. Yeah. So we went there. I had a flashback from the, from the past uh, this week. So do you guys remember Commune? 
in Royal Oak. Of course, Oak. Yeah. the basement? Yes. Fuck, yes. yeah. That was like one of my favorite bars. Yes. And like for some reason, maybe I was just blacked out every time I went there. But yes. like it, it like got out of my brain that that was ever even a place. Mm-hmm. And Jolly Pumpkin's right across the street from Hopcat, which is now the building above commune which is in the basement so i like passed through there and i'm like oh my god commune was so like used to be able to rip like heaters i feel like back in the day that that was a sweat box dude dude. yes and i felt like the ceiling was low yes (laughs) i felt like it was the ultimate fire hazard oh if there was a fire at the bottom of the steps like we're all torn mass casualties (laughs) at that point yeah that ceiling was low it definitely didn't feel like it like cleared it was like you were in a like a like a old medieval dungeon yes Brick walls, exposed brick everywhere. <laughs> Couple even, candles. Yeah. No, I but I did love commune. That was great. And it was always you'd go in there bombed and you kind of fall and you you're you're lost in the dungeon there. Yeah, you lose good. complete track of time. Yeah. It was good. It was good. So that was all my weekend was. What about you, Frank? Um, pretty low key. I'd probably say the highlight was I did sneak in a little pond hockey, believe it or not. Uh, Here we go. On one of the warmest weekends of of uh, winter, <laughs> and it was actually funny. We started playing at like nine a.m. and we were right out on right off a of, right off of uh, I think like nine mile off of Jefferson in one of the bays there. It's like there's like a public yeah. beach bay there in Saint Clair yeah. Shores, um, and we played there last year and it was just like immaculate. This year, definitely a little dicey. In the morning, it was fine, but we played from probably nine till one. Probably should have stopped at noon because. We were sending pucks out into the water, and, and it, it was, was like, like slush. And everyone was sending me out to go get them because I was the lightest guy because I'm the size of an eighth grader. And like <laughs> they were like, you know, you got to fetch these pucks. But it was like sinking in, and we were getting. By the time we were done, we were soaked, yeah. absolutely just like wet. And I doubt that ice is even there. I mean, after today, it's definitely gone. Oh, it's gone. Oh, way gone. I actually got a little pond hockey in uh, Saturday night. One of my buddies who lives on the pond, he has some floodlights, so we got oh. a little action. And it was, dude, the ice was absolutely pristine. Saturday was the day. Pristine. Yeah. Like, it was glass. And it looked, like, kind of freaky. Like, you went out there. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, dude, is it even fucking frozen? Yeah. Like, it looks like water still. Yes. But, uh, yeah, the next day it was, like, pure slush, and then it's 50 today, so bye-bye ice. What are you thinking about for your, your trip this weekend? Yeah, so the trip is is next weekend. Oh, next uh, weekend. But, yeah, right. I mean, which is, I don't know if it's going to get better or worse. I haven't looked at the forecast. I'm kind of just holding my breath. But, I mean, obviously the, the weather today is super nice, and I like the weather, but I got a lot of winter shit still planned here. I'm going to Ignis next weekend, which is a full-blown outdoor tournament in, in the UP. <laughs> I don't even know if there's fucking ice up there right now. And then we have the Champagne Showcase, which is supposed to be at Clark Park on March 4th, a month away. That seems like a pipe dream <laughs> um, at this point. The only might good, be 90 and sunny by then. Yeah, we might be playing with fucking tanks on. Uh, the only good news there is that's an actual rink with, like, Freon um, and plug here we still got a month dude we got plenty of winter ahead yeah, dude it could like let's snow not, tomorrow let's not get yeah. ahead of ourselves like we had here. 150 degree days so i'm just i i try not to worry about it but uh yeah champagne showcase charity event for clark park which i think is the coolest rink in uh michigan in detroit outdoor arena with boards zamboni whole nine yards i'm jacked to play in that it's yeah gonna be sweet it's gonna be awesome so four team tournament if you're doing nothing on march 4th from 2 to 5 p.m come by have a few beers with us uh watch some hockey we'll have music going. It'll be a good time. Donate for a good cause in the city. So that's the Champagne Showcase March 4th. Let me ask you this too, Frank. Have you guys ever run into uh, an issue where in St. Ignis going up to that tournament where the, like they didn't have ice and they, they had to cancel or whatever? Yep, the infamous hot year. Uh, it was, 
I don't remember. I don't remember when it was. This is actually year twelve that will be going up there. So I somewhere in the middle there. But I do remember we wore L.A. Kings jerseys, which was kind of ironic. Like so, we had the black L.A. Kings jerseys on, and it was like fifty-five degrees. We played the first game, and then. Uh, the ice was so trash. You were essentially just running out there yeah. and you're sweating. Like we all overdressed. And then for game two, uh, they wanted to play in boots and we were like, you win. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I didn't come here to run Slide around, around in fucking muck. He, yeah. yeah. And then game three, we just, we no called, no showed, which, but I don't think anybody showed up. And then anybody who did continue to play, they played the championships on Sunday in the indoor rink. Which is just that's not why defeats you're up there. the whole it's, purpose it's of the so journey. Lame. Yeah. It's like you can do that, you know, here around the area. So, the the biggest change that they make though is I think the bay normally you play in the bay at St. Ignace. It's not frozen right now, so they send us over to Chain Lake. Chain Lake's supposed to be colder and lakes freeze. I don't know. Yeah, all yeah, that I got shit, you. All that okay. Well, stuff. fingers crossed for you. We hope it works out. It, well, I'll be documenting it the whole way either way. If not, I do want to let you know I'm going to open the invite up. I know a big part of your trip is going to Big Boy for breakfast. If they're open, I will be open next Saturday morning. Yeah. If you want to just grab a local Big Boy and we can get uh, the breakfast buffet and or some hash browns. That'd be great. Big breakfast. Yeah. Dinner. If we end up not going up, we'll just you and me can get Big Boy. Yeah. And, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be fun. Find, the, find somewhere cold and <laughs> hang out. Yeah. Drink a hundred beers. It'll be good. It'll be good. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. I plugged the champagne showcase. One other thing I wanted to note here before we start talking about these all-star games. And then of course the super bowl, uh, this week, Friday, we're sending out a brand new newsletter. It's going to be called the champagne report. Now, I know a lot of you listeners out there probably followed the last newsletter I did. I was working with someone else on that. It was kind of not the structure uh, I had in mind, and we're taking it a little bit of a different direction. This one's going to be completely headed up by myself, and this is going to be the Champagne Report email newsletter straight to your inbox. Go to champagneathletics.com slash subscribe. Pop in your email, and you'll get that bad boy once or twice a week. Still working out some deets. Um, but that is the new venture of champagne. It's the champagne report, um, link in bio on the Instagram and then champagneathletics.com slash subscribe. Make so, sure you give it a look guys. It's going it, to be great. Give it a look, give it a read. We'll have uh fizz clips in there and all the other shit. Content keeps coming, baby. Content. Co- yeah. It's not going to be like full reporting. Like that last one was like, hi, the Pistons got blown out for three games this week. Again, this one's more of like, hi, the Pistons are trash. Here's my opinion on Larkin's <laughs> contract <laughs> yeah. and look at this crackhead in Detroit. <laughs> you know? so, so yeah, it's, it's and gonna, Taco Bell, McDonald's yeah, or Wendy's. And don't forget all the shit I'm eating as well. So yeah, uh, a lot of humor involved, a lot of pop culture. It'll be, it'll be great. Um, and I know, Speaking of pop culture, Chandler, you want to you got to mention something here, and I want you to mention it because it's very exciting. Yeah, I wanna I wanna mention it before we switch gears into sports for basically the rest of the show. But we have to give credit and and show our respect to one of the greatest albums, in my opinion, yep, ever made. Absolutely, Get Rich or Die Trying. Yep. Yesterday, February sixth, the twentieth year anniversary of the release of that album for a 13 year old, excuse me, 12 year old that I was at that time. It really opened my eyes up to the rap game. 50 cent was like a God back then. Um, I actually tweeted something out today, like comparing him and his sales to other debut albums. He like blew everyone out of the water. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't even close as to how much he sold compared to some of these other albums. So 
You look at Get Rich or Die Trying. In the first week, they sold 872,000 copies. Get the fuck out. Okay. Doggy Style by Snoop was 806,000. That was another big one. Mm-hmm. One near and dear to us, the Slim Shady LP had 283,000. Wow. So it outsold the Slim Shady LP by three times in its first week. And we all know how great the Slim Shady LP was. Absolutely. So just wanted to, to put that in there. 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, an all-time classic, and something, I guess, for people our age as to one of the best rap albums out there. Of all there. time. Easily in my, easily in my yeah. top three, no question. Um, that's, a, that's you know, we were talking about it. That's a run-through album. You don't got to switch any songs. Nope. You fucking press play, hit shuffle, and let the whole thing rip through. Yeah, or let them tell you the story from start to finish, you know, a little patiently waiting to kick you off. And, I was going to ask yep. you, if you had to pick one song on the album, what what would be your number one? I got to go patiently waiting. I, I uh, It's really tough, but if I think about it too long, I'll get lost in, like, indecision. There's really no wrong answer yeah. here. I'm going to go patiently waiting when, uh, obviously, anything with Eminem, I'm a little biased to. Uh, and I just think I love 50 cent album as a whole, but like when they start using the like breathing machine, as oh, the yeah. beat on patiently waiting, I think it's the coolest thing in the world. That one's a great one for me. It's many men. Oh, I yeah. love yeah. many men. Blood I mean, my dog and yes, I it's just yeah. one of those songs that gets you going. So obviously a ton to choose from many men for myself. Yeah, what about I, you, Pizzo? That, I was going to say many men too, but since Chandler picked it, I will go with my <laughs> second one would probably have to be. P-I-M-P. Oh! All day. Forget about it. Yeah. All nope. time bangers. And then the remix, the 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 remix of P-I-M-P is awesome too. Oh, with yeah. Snoop Dogg. Absolutely. Yeah. That album fucking rocked. Well, I, know what's funny is we all had said our favorite songs and Into Club was like the anthem of that yeah, album. Yes. Yeah. You know? And, and none of us had said that. And that was when, at least when I was 12 and it came out, like that was my favorite yeah. song at that point in time. Oh, for sure. And do you guys remember like 50 Cent's breakout song before Into Club? He had one that like, Into Club was the bit, like his true, true breakout, but mm-hmm. he got radio plays with this song just before Into Club. Can you guys, you'll know it as soon as I say it. I don't know it. Wanksta. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 21 Questions was huge for him on, on Get Rich or Die Trying, too. That yeah. was a fucking banger. That what was up, like, gangsta? Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, uh, I'd say yeah. underrated song on Get Rich or Die Trying, one that I go to quite a bit that is not mainstream I think at you're all. thinking what I'm thinking. Heat. Bloodhound. Oh, Bloodhound's cash, too. <laughs> Bloodhound this is This is a cash. sign of a good album. Yes. So give Heat a listen. The, the, the beat is essentially just him cocking a gun the entire time. <laughs> um, but I can th- relate to that. <laughs> Shut up. You're just talking about the library. Pick one. Pick, pick a personality. So <laughs> You can't relate at, to that you at You gotta stay all. strapped up with the books around. Dude, you know I, fucking, I fucking love 50 Cent. Eminem's like my favorite, but 50 Cent's like a hard number two. And like this would be like... Gun to head, you have to have one CD for the rest of your life. Anything non-Eminem, I'm probably going with Get Rich or Die Trying. Amen. And one of my favorite moments in just our childhood growing up with, like, rap history that we'll probably never, ever see again is do you guys remember when Kanye West and 50 Cent had that, like, album selling challenge? They were both going to launch their albums on the same day. It was Curtis and Kanye's was College graduation no college, that was his first college one dropout. college dropout oh, yeah, college that was his graduation first one. then it was probably graduation, graduation. is the yes. one you're thinking yes it w- they released curtis and graduation on the same day and i think kanye outsold him in america but 50 cent outsold him internationally so 50 called it a draw wow. 50 was never going to quit rapping oh that was the bet though they said they would quit one of them would quit rapping whoever got outsold 
My favorite 50 moment, and then we can switch gears, is when he called out Floyd Mayweather to Absolutely. read a whole page of the, the, during oh the ice bucket God. challenge. Yeah, during the ice he bucket He just throws challenge. the bucket yeah. off the balcony. Yeah. He goes, I'll give you $100,000 if you can read one page out of a Harry Potter book. <laughs> Dude, it's so awesome. It's fuck, dude. Do you follow him on Instagram? Yes. Straight bully. Yes. Yeah. Just bullies everyone. Any bad headline, he'll be like, "Damn, why that happened to you?" And then, and then he hashtags his like three brands that he's pushing, like his cognac, his champagne, and like power. F and yeah, yeah, power season five, showtime. Dude, Fifty Cent fucking rocks. He's awesome. I could, we could, I could do a show on Fifty Cent. Maybe in the summer we'll dedicate a whole show to him. Um, well. He's an all-star. Speaking such, of all-star weekend. fucking segue. But yeah, Pizza, I'll let you take over. I feel like you may have got eyes on. So we had the NHL all-star game this weekend along with the Pro Bowl. Um, and Pizza, I'm going to let you let you take the lead on this one. Yeah, so I uh, I did get to tune in to both of them. Unfortunately, got to tune in to the NFL Pro Bowl. You did get to? to? I did, yeah. I was literally just like laying around on Sunday and there was not shit on TV and like Amaran St. Brown was doing like the catching contest against Diggs and yes. uh, Goff was in like his seven on seven thing against Trevor Lawrence. And I'm like, do I turn this off? Do I want to watch it? I kind of <laughs> want to watch it. <laughs> so how was it? Cause I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I outside of like highlights I saw and like little snippets, um, I had I had no interest in in watching the. It was it was game. exactly what you thought it was. Yeah, not that entertaining, and it was just it was it's a show. You know, it's more for like it's not for NFL football fans. It's yeah. to like get people who aren't that interested, interested kids. You know what I mean? That yeah. type of stuff. It was like it was literally like a mini game camp. Yeah, where they had like linemen pulling shit, running like your Penny Sewell yeah. running through walls. Um you know, cone drills. Then yeah. they had like crazy catches jumping off a trampoline. Then they did like a seven on seven flag football game. It was not football at all, yeah. you know, but it was <laughs> just, it was typical pro bowl fashion. They're, they're trying to figure out something besides the game because they know the pro bowl game's stupid. Yeah. You know? And I just like with these games, like I was trying to think like I, is it for the kids? Like period. Is that like what this is for? Because I was trying to find out why I have like zero interest in watching these games, but I kind of feel like when I was a kid, I, I would, I never really watched the pro bowl. I'm thinking more of the NHL all-star. I don't, I've never watched the pro bowl either. Like once in a while, I'll watch like the QB mini camp and like them yeah. throw the shit at the targets. But like, I never tuned into the actual pro bowl. Yeah. Um, but the NHL one, I, I, I got a chance to watch as well. And that one's a little, that's more interesting to me. Yeah. You had like McDavid absolutely sniped out in the accuracy one. Um, Larkin had himself a day. Five goals. Yeah. Five, five goals. Go couple assists. Me uh, per, 10 million I, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't tweet that out to the fucking team. I mean, it was like the jokes like wrote themselves on that one. Yeah. You know, he got his extra money. Um, but yeah, I did see, so I did, no, the, the all-star game, like, competitions like are sick like yeah. the fastest skater the snipe one the hardest shot yep they're just pretty straightforward and like hockey's just like very and like the three that. on three i like three on three hockey like for that type oh, of stuff because yeah. you can dangle like you know what i mean you get a little bit of everything so it makes it more entertaining they put like a million dollar prize for the team at the end which i'm like i don't know how i feel about that these guys are all multi-millionaires right. like you know what i mean i don't know what do you think uh i don't i don't hate it yeah. i kind of like that they get a prize and i mean what are they splitting that 14 ways and i think 11 but yeah same shit okay yeah and it, like i don't know i don't I, it doesn't really bother me like it's like something. should it go to charity i don't know right like, who, 
it they, doesn't they matter. Give a, yeah, it's like what's a million dollars of the fucking The one NHL? thing that was pretty cool about the NHL one though, um I know you're a big hockey guy growing up Frank like Keith, Keith Kachuk had both of his kids playing pretty sick. Brady and Matthew Kachuk. Um Maddie Kachuk actually won the first star of the game. I think there was a little bit of home cooking. Without I think a doubt. Dylan probably could have got that if it wasn't in Florida. I think he totally would have got it. Um but other than that they had like they had two suites full of Tachucks. Yeah. Keith looked a little chubby. That guy was eating well. You could tell he was <laughs> he was fine. Yeah. Um, but but pretty cool to have two brothers playing on the same line. They ended up winning the the whole thing in the Atlantic division. Yeah. Took it down. So I don't know, man. You know, we're just trying to find something to to fill in the NFL drought. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh what'd you what'd you think of the jerseys? I, they looked too similar. Yeah. Like they were hard to tell apart. They wore the same gear. Yeah. That's what it was just flipped. They wore the, yeah, but they, they get the same pants and gloves, like, and I think helmets. Yeah. And the jerseys were just white or black inverted. Yeah. Yeah. But they were half and half of each. So yeah, it was very confusing. I feel like, so they went for like a Miami vice retro look of the Eastern Western. And I feel like they have the right idea, like trying to go back to this like retro look, but they're, they're just, they're just like just off. Like they're just, they're not there yet. I don't, I don't know how to fully describe it, but I just, I don't think they're there yet. You know what I did find pretty funny. So I was watching a little bit of NHL yesterday. These guys were first came back after the NHL, you know, all-star game and Kadri was, was in the all-star game. Yeah, dude. He was still playing all-star hockey. He got absolutely fucking demolished Steamrolled. by Trobu yes. or Troba. I think it is. But yeah, he was like, I was watching it and he was like trying to do the fucking toe drag across the middle and just like absolutely got shelled. <laughs> His bucky came off. Yeah, yeah he got absolutely rocked. Yeah, so, it's like, it's like when you play in the, the home run derby and then you start popping everything out. Yes, you know? it, that was the exact same thing. <laughs> so I was like, this guy's still on all-star break time. And I just like, as I get older, I had like cynical view of, of uh, the all-star game, the pro bowl and shit like that. Like, you Cause know, it's not real hockey. It's not real football. Right. You know, but I also think of it as like, you know, obviously they're millionaires and like, this is not like having to go into work and work the late shift or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, but I follow a lot of, you know, NHL players and you're seeing them on vacation and they're fucking hitting Cabo and Mexico and like going to all these places, resorts. They're off for the week. They're not doing anything. They're they don't got to sign autographs. They don't get to answer questions about their contracts and stuff like that. You know, I, and I'm just curious what the feeling is in the locker rooms and around the league with the players. If it's like, Oh great. I get to go work on my week off while my whole team goes and like, you know, fucks off for sure. I think that it's kind of like you hate it at first, but then when you're there and doing it, it seems like they're all having a pretty good time, like hanging out with each other in the locker rooms, like dicking around. They all golf sure together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's, I know, I don't think it's like a prison sentence at all, but right. I definitely think that some of these players are like, all right, we're putting all-star. If I get elected to the all-star game, like I get a hundred thousand dollar bonus, like in my contract or something. It's well, such that's a cynical way to look at it. Yeah. But I just like, that's what I think of now. Is that a thing in hockey? Cause you see it all the time in football where like, Week eighteen comes around and it's like this guy's got to get three catches. There's for this. Base show. Okay, yeah, for sure. So there, there has to be probably some around All Star games with mid level players. You wouldn't expect the top level players to have bonuses, but and I don't, I don't know for a fact, but like I just, I feel like the NFL is just bigger and there's more people covering it and on it, and like right. the NHL, I just, you know, they don't hide stuff, but it's just, you know, I don't know how many people are like digging for what contract incentives guys have, but in the NFL, like you. 
I feel like we know them all because right. there's some dork on Twitter who's like, oh, if Jamal gets three more yards here, yes. he gets 600 grand. Well, you know what else wasn't hidden this weekend was Larkin being happy played with Mitch Marner. Oh, my God. Fuck that. <laughs> Dude, okay. So here we go. I, let's just fucking talk about Dylan fucking Larkin Dylan. right now. Dude, he's just not on. Okay, let's back up. Let's back up. So Twitter, Red Wings Twitter is is like it's awful right now. I can't stand it. Like I can't look at Red Wings Twitter because I truly believe that no one in Red Wings Twitter has any idea what they're talking about. I don't think they actually have ins or clues or anything because I just think Iserman runs a tight ship. I think he tells like Lindstrom and like Draper things maybe. And he has a plan and he's not sharing it with a lot of people. And I know he's not giving reporters anything. So when people say they hear like whispers around the league of like, what's going to happen with Dylan's contract? Uh, I just don't believe it. So if the report is true, that that has been out there so much that Dylan has been offered eight years at 8 million and he's refusing it. Then I think Dylan Larkin is a moron because he should take that contract because he's not going to have a better career anywhere else, but as the captain of the Detroit Red Wings. Well, especially based off the other people that Chandler was reading off yes. two weeks ago. Yes. It's like, you're not in that caliber of, of talent. You're not there. Yeah. But all that aside, I also, if I'm saying that everything on Twitter is bullshit, that means that we don't know that that offer is on the table. We don't right. know that that's what they're negotiating. And I want that to be more of the fucking conversation than dragging him for not taking this the other way. And I'm not defending him or anything like that. I just, I think Red Wings Twitter gets bored and they find these these made-up reports and then they blow them up through the internet. Like I just read yesterday from some guy who does not break news and he said hearing word that Verona has played his last game as a Detroit Red Wing, Iserman intends to buy him out at the end of the season or trade him. And it's just like, I'm looking at this guy and it could be me who has actually had a convo with <laughs> it Iserman. It could be you. Yeah, yeah, but like, he's just making shit up, I think. I don't, like, where is he getting that report that, that comes out of nowhere? And then you have 20 accounts that make graphics of it, put a logo on it, breaking, and it looks official. And then Gets everyone, retweeted and a then, few times. And, and then, then everyone boom. believes it. Yep. That's I, news. That is the news today in twenty thousand or two thousand twenty three. Twenty thousand. <laughs> I've been at the library. I just <laughs> reading my bookies. Well, bidding will start at one hundred dollars. <laughs> so that's my fucking soapbox about Wings Twitter, and I think they're a bunch of liars, and I don't think we know shit until the until we hear it from the fucking horse's mouth, if you will. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. You can only see one of these topics on your feed. Okay. okay? You open Twitter. You only get one <laughs> I, I of these topics on your feed. I think I already know two, but go, keep going. It's only two. Mm-hmm. Red Wings Twitter mm-hmm. or Michigan, Michigan State Twitter. I knew you were going to say that because <laughs> that's where I was like thinking, like, it, but it's nowhere near it. Okay. It's nowhere near it. Like, I will take Red Wings Twitter okay. over Michigan, Michigan State any day. But it is, but I am getting that feeling of just like, if I fucking mention Larkin, it's going to be this whole fucking, because that's all the Red Wings are talking about because we're not as good as we're supposed to be. Iserman doesn't talk at all. He doesn't let you know what he's doing. And that's how he wants it. So everyone is just fishing and hunting for answers and they're finding nothing. And they're not going to get it until we fucking know what's happening. We're but nowhere I, near getting those answers. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, what's the likelihood? I'm not a huge hockey guy, as you can tell this last 10 minutes by my uh, somewhat mutinous yeah. around this uh, topic. But, like, I, I know that this Pasternak from Boston is a free agent at the end of this year. Yeah. You would think he's probably in that 8, 10 Easily, million yeah. range. No somewhere in there. He's one of the best players. Like, yeah. what's the likelihood of us 
poaching him from Boston if we weren't to spend that money on a Dylan Larkin? I don't I don't think Boston would ever let, let him, him go. go. Yeah, like they're going to pay him whatever he wants is is what Boston's going to do. I would th- yeah. I mean I don't know. They're all this is also the same organization that I was yelling about like 2 months ago that signed that that oh, guy yeah, like bullied the, the, the yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean they're idiots. And like we give sometimes these teams too much credit, you know? Right. Um, like fucking the Titans trading AJ Brown, you know, yeah. it's just like, Oh, he must know what he's doing. Nope. Didn't know at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, whoops. And like, I literally Chandler, as you, I just Googled pasta and, uh, <laughs> Pasternak and it says, uh, they're very cl- financially, very close in contract talks. That's an NBC report. So I'll believe that a little outside bit. of marching. Like he's their next best guy. I don't see him leaving. Yeah. And I mean, he's like a fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's funny how that's phrased, too, because they're very close. But from what I'm hearing, too, and these are reports that I, I heard on 97.1, that Larkin may want $8.5 million and we're only offering them 8 So is it the media pushing something? Yes, because in they, my opinion. they yes. might only be 500000 a year away. That's what I mean. And, like, it doesn't seem – I don't know. It, I don't, like, believe it. I think we're a lot closer than what they're portraying. And, like, I just kind of think it's going to be one of those things where – it drops on like the middle of a fucking Tuesday and it's like one Dylan t- signs. Yeah, oh. Dylan signs like eight years, 7.95 AAV. Watch right. him get like five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a fucking. And rock. then the funny part is everyone loves them. They're yeah. like, the hometown kids stay in to right. relive the history. When really, it's just Eiserman like, <laughs> yeah. you want to play for me or not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan. Yeah, we could probably just give him that Bell Tire uh, sponsorship <laughs> that I keep talking about. Um, cool. Cool. Anything else? Uh, as far as the pro bowl, I'm trying to see here if there's anything else we saw the, Oh, speaking of posture knock, we had the happy Gilmore skit. I had oh, yeah. wrote down. Did you here. watch that? I did. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it was gimmicky. It was very gimmicky. It's terrible. Yeah. It was <laughs> it's absolutely it was, terrible. It was. Thank you, Chandler. And, Somebody you, yeah, say and, it. and you know what? Like it's, it's, it's interesting too. Cause it's I was like, like oh, God, I fucking ki- love this movie so much. And yeah. like, I love everything about that, what they're trying to do. But like, it's just like, this is stupid. And it's like, that's for, so that's, I'm always looking at like, who the fuck is that for? And it's like, oh, that's like a gimmicky kid thing. But it's like, kids don't know that movie. So yeah, it's like, what for the kids? Dad, it's like the dad's there <laughs> right. watching it. Like, oh, right. remember that movie? Right. Great. They ruined it. It's, he was a hockey guy, but he's playing golf today. If right. anything, they should have just had him beat the shit out of Bob Barker. <laughs> that would have been way better. <laughs> the funny thing was like Get everyone Veronica was Vaughn out there. Yeah. Ooh. Everyone was kind of like silent, like not laughing and not like cringing. They were just kind of like, what the fuck he's is like going on? He's like the puck in yeah. the net. <laughs> and it's always bad. Like the NHL, like there's like two hockey guys that have like a good personality for this stuff. Like when they try to make these guys like do like acting shit, right. it's, ne- it's so cringy and like uncomfortable they're not like they're not like football players no they're like a different breed right you know a lot of these guys are europeans and from overseas and shit too it's not like they're like spitting english comedy out you know (laughs) right right. (laughs) from boston Um, oh man cool well let's get into the uh the main event the biggest enough horsing around yeah i agree the biggest football game of the year as chandler said definitely a bittersweet conversation bittersweet episode um because because football is coming to a close until uh till we get to august again but i will say very excited for the game i think we got the two best teams but before we get into the game part of it kind of wanted to talk to you guys about maybe what you're doing what kind of food you think you're gonna eat 
talk some commercial stuff. You know, the show, the pageantry of the Super Bowl. What number are we on, by the way? We are on Super Bowl, what is it? Those goddamn Roman numerals. 55? I'm not counting those. Or is it 56? I think we're on XXV11V. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. I think we're on 56. I remember when it was... 57. 57. 57. 57. The old Spike TV. What was the first? Nice. That's impressive. (laughs) Fucking Ink Master and shit. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Super Bowl 57. So to to answer your question, I am actually hosting a Super Bowl party. You both know about this. We talked about this before we got on air. Yep. Um, So the spread this year... I feel like, and and I don't want to commit just yet to not going this route, but I don't really want pizza this year. Wow. I don't okay. really want pizza. Fair I enough. feel like we do it every year. So I'm going to get some muffaletta, nice little east side snack. <laughs> muffaletta. So you're just de your pizza. Yes, that's right. de <laughs> the pizza, throwing some sesame seeds yeah. on there, and then uh, getting some wings, and then we'll obviously have uh, everyone else bring some nice dips and and stuff yeah. in between to fill it in. But I was I want, planning on bringing some cheese whiz over with crackers. So sweet. Fill up. <laughs> and it's just, you don't got to bring that much of it. <laughs> well, you don't know how much he's going to eat. <laughs> Tell me how much cheese whiz do you, buddy? I'm one of those guys though, that like, I don't, I hate to say it. I don't drink much at the Super Bowl. Really? Like I, mm. I get up and work the next day. I'm going to smoke a ton. Cool. I'm going to eat a ton. Yeah. I'm going to gamble a ton. Yeah. It, uh, I'm going to still party, but like, I'm not I'm going to call big... cap on that Chandler. I'm going to cut, I'm gonna <laughs> wow. cut you off. Okay. When I was 26, I drank a lot on the Super Bowl. I'm a lot more mature now. Yeah. A lot more responsibilities going I'll on. I'll be bagged at halftime. hundred percent. You'll be fucking banging chiefs live, <laughs> trying to catch up, catch up on your bets. I oh. will say Lou got banged up. One of the worst I've ever seen him on the Patriots Eagles Super Bowl. A uh, couple Falcons. years back. Oh, no, no, no. The Eagles Patriots oh, yeah, 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 in right. the basement. Yeah. Yeah. He Fulls. had a full paper towel roll wrapped around his wrist. Oh, man. And he was unraveling it and wiping his forehead because he was sweating so hard. You're nervous? No, I was just that bomb. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. No, I gotcha. I, was, I mean, we were at like one of the ultimate Super Bowl parties. This guy used to throw some absolute yeah, yeah. rippers. And, he, and I literally was like just so drunk and beat up <laughs> at like halftime yeah. i was just sitting in the basement there was 25 30 people down there yeah. like we were it was hot yeah it was hot it's like commune <laughs> so i'm wiping it off <laughs> it was commune junior and uh he actually he had so many people and shit going on he actually had a 50 50 raffle uh-huh and i was just like leaned over my chair and ended up fucking pulling the 50 50 out of my ass and won it. Did you really came back to life after that? A couple more drinks and we were ready to rock baby. Yeah. Let's just go back a second or two here though, to really set the scene. He said one of the best Super Bowl parties ever. I kid you not. This is all true information. $50 entry doorman at the bottom of the bed. Real quick, stuff. this is a guy's house. Yes. This is a guy's house to in Clinton that. Township. Yeah. Doorman at the bottom of the steps collecting your $50. Like a hired guy? Yes. Okay. Hired guy. Valet to park your car. So you pulled up to the driveway. They took your keys and they parked it in the subdivision for you. Yeah. $50 entry. $10 credit. He had 10 slot machines in his basement. $10 credit to the slot machines. Auto entry for a TV giveaway. And at that time, gambling wasn't legal. We had gamble. You could find anyone for any bet. Anyone would match your bet in there. So punt this drive. You could find somebody to bet it. That's insane. Full craps table, all you can eat, all you can drink, bartenders, 
Unreal. Everything. It and was, wasn't and wasn't he like also running like live bets every fucking play? Yeah, he would sit like in that? front of the TV smoking cigarettes and then he would tell you <laughs> a live bet that was going on. Let's say like Patriots had the ball, he'd be like, All right, three to one they punt. Two to one, they score a touchdown and even money if they get two first downs in this drive. That's incredible. Yeah. And it's incredible. It was one of the best settings ever. It will never be duplicated. It will never be emulated. But I just didn't want to glance over that when he said, like, one of the best parties we ever, like, this was like a, a professional party. That's so cool. At a house in a subdivision. That's unreal. We gotta we gotta do our own. We gotta have a fizz one. Yeah. Get a get a haul. Get something. Hey. Get we're gonna going. build up to there. We are gonna get there one yeah, day. We'll do that. We're gonna make it happen. Yeah. We need that guy though. We, we need to we run can it. get him. We can get him. <laughs> we, I'm gonna just be <laughs> pounding drinks with Pizza while you're you know staying sober. I well, guess, did you Joe. guys see Barstool? Chandler's looking at Excel sheets. Uh, okay. Uh, Chandler, <laughs> I didn't say that. You're Chandler. the one at the library. <laughs> not mid Super Bowl, you know. But um, <laughs> the only dork, not <laughs> non dork in here. We're going to be like bar. Did you see Barstool this week? How they were like okay. last time we were in Arizona, we were in such a different stage of our, our evolution. Like oh, yeah. when they played the that, Seahawks, he's like, we were kind of at our own house. Like we didn't have anything really. He's like, now we're sitting in our own bar hosting our own party. It's pretty sick. You know? So we'll Crazy. be there soon enough yeah, is we'll my point. Yeah. Definitely. Just subscribe to the goddamn newsletter. Another note on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of... And the, the show, damn it. Yeah. Of funny. the show there was uh, crazy at fucking Waste Management is the same weekend as the Super Bowl. Insane. Like, Scottsdale is going to be an absolute bloodbath. I can't believe that's the same weekend. And if anybody out there doesn't know what talk, uh, Pizzle's talking about is the Waste Management Golf Open is always in Scottsdale, Arizona, oh, yeah. where the Super Bowl happens to be, and they're the same weekend. And if you don't know what the Waste Management Golf Open is, it's like the one golf tournament. It's like the spring break of golf Where they break all the rules. Correct. Like you, Costumes, titties are hanging out. Yeah, it's a party. People are pissed drunk everywhere. Yeah, they're it's throwing beers there. Yeah, it's like you you can talk during the whole thing, right? Yeah. Like, have People you, are have, screaming. Have you guys done it? Have you, have I you actually have. Um, I went for a bachelor party about three years ago. Um, and it was, it was really sweet. It's just like when you're drinking that much, it's a lot of walking, but yeah. there's great, it's the best people watching. People are just absolutely shelled. There's crazy costumes, people with just body paint, titties hanging out, like the whole nine yards. It's, it's like, it's like what happy Gilmore was like joking about. Like, but it go just back happened. to your shanties. Yeah, yeah. All the shanties yeah. were out. Damn you people. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a fat chick having sex. How am I supposed to putt with that going on? Yeah. Happy Gilmore keeps finding its way back in. It this. does. I actually just watched it this past weekend. Nice. Oddly enough, too. Yeah, it was on Comedy Central. Uh, I mean, I think I think they just run Adam Sandler movies over <laughs> and over on Comedy Central now. But I can't believe that they actually lined them up like that. Super Bowl waste management same weekend. Fucking yeah. B to B. Wild. I mean, that's already an expensive area of the country. I can't imagine what they're charging this weekend to get into clubs, to get Airbnbs, fly there, drinks, everything. How does that even like? I mean, Scottsdale probably just got offered it and we're just like well we're not turning this down no no not at all insane they just got it too that's the thing the Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl was there Mm -hmm. we haven't had a Super Bowl here in damn near 20 years yeah and that actually goes back the Super Bowl we had was oh four Oh six. six. Oh six. Okay. It was Seahawks Steelers. Steelers. Steelers yeah. Because yeah. the bus won at the home. The bus won. Yeah. Never forget it. Yeah. And I was was that was fucking like Hasselback was under center. Yeah. Sean Seahawks. Alexander. Yeah. And they this Detroit the city like faked. That we were a real city. I don't know if you guys like went yeah, down Yeah, they there. put up those bridges and shit like that and, and tried e- to cover everything up. Every empty storefront got like polished up and then like turned into like a Super Bowl XL I do remember store. that. 
So I actually went down there. We went to the Super Bowl that year, me and my family. And uh, you went to the game. Yes, and oh, it was nice. the first time where I kind of looked around and I was like, "Damn, yeah, like Detroit, all right, you yeah. know." But it was actually before we had really started revamping it. But it was kind of a dud of a game, to be honest with you. Yeah, there was a couple big plays: the Antoine Randall reverse pass. Mm-hmm. Um, Willie Parker had a big run, I think. Obviously, Jerome Bettis won, but. All in all, it was kind of a dud game. The Rolling Stones played at half. Like, yeah. not one was, of my favorite Super Bowls. You know Bowls. what's funny that you say that, Chandler, is I was looking up, like, top halftime performances earlier today, and the Rolling Stones one was, like, in the top five, they said. What? I think I, people yes. loved it. Yeah. I mean, like, I just, yeah. I'm, you know, all respect to them, but I don't, I think that was when the NFL, and I could have this wrong, but I think that was post Janet Jackson's titty. And they like tamed. That's when Correct. the NFL yeah, did like four years where I think Cialis and Viagra were huge sponsors and they were doing like the Rolling Stones and yeah. like, uh, like gospel Paul, music. Paul McCartney. Yeah, they had like all the older guys. They out were there. like, we got to wheel this in. <laughs> we got to reel it in. We got a three year window. Yeah, we got to this down. <laughs> got a nipple out there. Wouldn't it have been so nuts if like, uh, you know, like his dick popped out like the next year? They're like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, yes that would have been nuts <laughs> um and you know we were talking about the, the the roman numerals earlier i remember uh my dad just absolutely body bagging me like when i was i don't know how old well, how old were we during that fucking super like bowl? 15 yeah oh, okay maybe i should have known then but i was like why is this one super bowl extra large because super bowl xl <laughs> He's like, L is 50, you fucking dipshit. <laughs> and then the X is minus 10. Quote, unquote. Because <laughs> was it 40, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Frank. Yeah. Fucking idiot. He just body bagged me. You carry that? You carry my last name? I remember we were walking around the city. I'm like, why are we calling it extra large? He's like, what? <laughs> He's like, you're my fucking son? Stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> you want to throw the fucking football? Yeah, that, it was freezing. Because we didn't go to the actual game. We did the, like, you know, like the city had just, like, Super Bowl weekend, right? And we went down there, and I, I like made my dad wait in line with me to do like the accuracy throw thing, and it was freezing. And I remember just that <laughs> first throw, like I thought my arm was just gonna stay connected to the ball and detach from my shoulder. And I remember I like, go straight and into I'm the like, ground. Ow. I'm like, ow! I got like one of them. He's just like, nice. Glad we did this. All this talk, though, I, I don't want to switch too many gears. I just want to make a quick point. All this talk's making me excited for the NFL draft next year, oh, yeah. which is coming to Detroit. They should have a lot That's going right. on around that. That's right. So that should actually be fun. I'm hoping they have a lot of the same extracurricular activities like they had when they had the Super Bowl. Have you been to, and not to go too far, but like, have you been to like a city where they've had the draft? Have you been to a draft? No, I've never been to a draft. No. I was living in Chicago when Chicago got it. Like the first year they took it away from wherever the hell it was before, like New York. Yeah. Um, and it was in Chicago at Grant Park. And it was like, it's funny. I mean, it, it was like fun, but it's, you know, they'd have all that gimmicky kind of stuff right. and they have like, it was really cool on Grant Park there, obviously like very beautiful. So I'm very curious, like you said, to see what they do. They'll probably, probably utilize Hart Plaza. I would imagine. Hart Plaza, uh, Campus, Campus Martius, Martius yeah. obviously is going to be a big thing. They'll probably like, have some stuff on the Riverwalk. That, it, yeah. The Riverwalk in Detroit gets toted a lot. Like, it's, cause it's sick. Yeah. It's I mean, sweet. It's, they say it's the number one river walk in the U.S. I don't yeah. know if that's true. I but don't know what's that based on. Yeah. Uh, if they have a throwing competition, you're going to avenge your 
15 year old self. Yeah, I will. I, hopefully that's just like, who can get it to Canada? Because I'll fucking swing it. Get the Vortex Whistler going. Relax, Uncle Rico. <laughs> that toy, that's, in, that's in the goat toys. Oh, yeah. No the Vortex the Whistler. Whistle? Yeah. The purple one? Yeah. Uh, I had an orange one. Okay. I was orange with I think purple they had all nipples. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They had a couple. We weren't restricted ones. to one color. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, cool. So. Chandler, thank you for the invite to the party. Staying a little local. That's all right. You know? so That's all right. I'll be at my buddy's as well. He makes uh, he makes like these like ham slider things every Super Bowl out of the Hawaiian mm. roll out of yes. the Hawaiian yes. things. Those are those are fire. I've but they're had like those too. they're like bigger than the Hawaiian ones. Maybe it gets bigger ones. But, okay, but they rock. And okay. it's just like cheese and uh, and ham. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's pretty like much butter. The move, it's the move yeah. letter, just toast. <laughs> so so my, yeah. my big thing um, from a food standpoint. Love the buffalo chicken dip. It's oh. like I could fucking bury myself in that stuff. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, I have a secret recipe that's not secret literally at all. It's <laughs> this most simple thing in the world, and all, I don't know it off the top of my head. Just Google Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Chicken Dip. It's like three ingredients. Mix it up. Throw it in the oven 20 minutes. It's like it will be the thing that I bring to any event ever when they need a dip for the rest of my life. Secretive. Yep. It's not a secret at all. It's literally on the Frank's Red Hot website. It's not like Frank, like Frank me. It's like Frank's Red Hot. I was just going to, do you ever do corny jokes like Frank's Red Hot dip and like you use the play on words on you? I was like, look, I got a website. Yeah. Like, hey, I made it up. (laughs) Yeah. The only real special thing about it is there's just like a lot of blue cheese in it. And then Frank's Red Hot. Oh yeah. Yeah. So my wife usually makes a Dunkaroo dip. I know. I wrote that one down. Yes. A Dunkaroo dip. The Funfetti. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, like it's white? Yes. Yes. No way. You get Teddy Graham's. You get a box of Teddy Grahams. I'll just tell everyone the recipe because, you know, hey, this is what you get. Just when get you ready for to stomach the pain. Fucking subscribe. So Cool Whip, yogurt, okay. Funfetti cake mix. Yeah. Stir it all up. Let it sit in the fridge. Dip your Teddy Grahams into it. Jesus. It's a game changer. It's so good. When you're eating it, dude, you can go nonstop. Yeah. But when you stop... You are at a screaming halt. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are coming down yeah, like an anchor yeah. on the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you could like put like scoop that dip into a bowl and just throw Teddy Grahams on top of it and eat it like, oh. Oh, like you a could. bowl ice cream or like, something. Every time I dip it, like I got like the frosting on my knuckles. Yeah. Like my oh, second right. and yeah, third yeah. knuckles. Like I'm oh, going so deep on yeah. it. Like but uh yeah, that's always a good one. And then uh y- you know what? I had a <laughs> I had a guy the other day, and we. this is like a running joke at my office, but we always say, like, what's your favorite thing at the Super Bowl? And this guy <laughs> made a serious argument on how <laughs> the veggie tray was the best item at the Super right. Bowl because it's the prove? most versatile. And, like, I'm not kidding. He was not kidding. He was, like... I hate it. Like, getting, like, very defensive about how, like, no, the veggie tray is the best dish at Super Bowl parties. That's like saying cranberry sauce is your favorite Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's what that is. What did he call it? <laughs> beets. beets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the red thing. I was like, I was like, I don't really do beets. Does your family do beets? What's that cult what's that culture I like? I get confused with my Greek salads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's awful. I mean, I like that it's there that I can like pop yeah. up because I'll like nervously chop some celery or something. Yeah, you know, just palate cleanser. It's yeah, the yeah. neutralizer. Like yeah. when you have to nervously eat, but you have an absolute gut bomb in your yeah. stomach already. Like <laughs> you get a carrot or a piece of broccoli. Yeah, you know, right, exactly. Pop a tomato in. No, that and like to but, my argument with that would be muffaletta 
is way better than fucking veg. You can eat it the whole time. It's a nice thin little Sammy not ready to go. Not compare. I mean, yeah. what's your argument? Yeah, what is the argument? <laughs> he said it was like, what did he say? The veggie tray was the most like well-rounded snack yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. yeah so Let my me guess you like the turkey more than the cranberry <laughs> sauce too. Fucking crazy. So my argument is mouflette is 10 times more well-rounded than fucking veggies. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> You absolutely will keep up Frank. All right, whatever. So the, I did want to ask this though. I had this fucking question going on in my brain since I know you're not doing pizza this year, mm-hmm. uh, which but maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, someone might bring it, whatever. So say that you're having a party, which you are, but, and you have to have pizza <coughs> where like in my brain, the first place that comes to mind is, is jets. 100%. Okay. Yeah. For me, that's Super Bowl pizza. You, I was just curious. What it's because the ranch. Yeah. There's so much extra shit. You can put that ranch on too. Like, I feel like you got to have the deep the dish, tray. greasy, and the you other, know. And, they, and they're yeah. like the only ones that I know that like advertise like party tray, XL. You know what I mean? I got like, it in the mail today. So like, they're like, hey, we're ready to fucking serve you right here. Yeah. XL style. <laughs> yeah. Like you like you know the XL, Frank. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, right. I thought it was just an ad for uh, Super Jets. Bowl yeah, or Jets. Like, it was in Detroit. Frank now says, what's the Jets 40? <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, it's the Roman numeral my dad taught me back when I was 14. Dude, so, but like, I just, I think about this because Little Caesars took over as the official pizza of the NFL. And again, again, all due respect to Little Caesars, all due respect. But like, I would never consider Caesars as my Super Bowl pizza. No, me neither. I mean, unless it was like, hey, we need pizzas like now. But imagine like going to Little Caesars and trying to grab like three to five hot and ready's like on Super Bowl Sunday. Probably just chaos. No. And and we were pizza guys. Frank, did you work at a pizza shop? I can't remember. Bushamis. Bushamis. Yeah. So champ I mean, Super Bowl Sunday is right is is the number one day yeah. of the mm-hmm. year for pizza yeah. shops, right underneath Halloween. But we yeah, I that's mean that's true, actually. It is. Yeah. It's a good call. Crazy. I mean, they're gonna be firing fucking pizzas out of their ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just wanna say to anyone who might be listening <laughs> out there, we can be bought. I'm happy to say any pizza is the best pizza on any day. If, Papa J's, Green Lantern, I'll eat shit. Serrano. <laughs> if you're paying us, D- DM us. <laughs> yeah, whatever we record got. on Tuesday yeah, nights. Tuesday. DM us. Yep. We'll send you the location. Yes, and we will eat that pizza with a smile on our face. Um, cool. Any more food? Any more food notes? Otherwise, I want to get into uh, the media, the media side of things here. Let's talk media. All right. So a couple of things. Uh, you know, we got a halftime performance, a lot of media there. Commercials, a lot of media there. And then media week. I don't know if you guys had any notes on media week in general uh i guess we're kind of in it but i feel like i haven't seen too much but what do you guys got i love looking back on media week i don't like media week as a whole but i looked back to the last time the eagles were in the super bowl when alshon jeffrey had that That's all-time sound bite yes. yeah. about which one the game basically they're like well what do you think about this he's like to be honest with you i wish we just flew in on friday or saturday like i don't like this and oh. he's like well, you know, it's cold here. What would it be like if you played in this cold outside? And he's like, well, we're playing inside, so I don't think it really matters. Like, mean, yeah, dumbass question. Right. So my thing is... What if you had one arm? Would it be tougher to play football? Right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I think of that, and then I think of the one where Tom Brady got choked up by, like, the 10-year-old kid who asked the question. 
Well, um, Chandler, you missed one other thing that he said in that interview too. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, what do you think about like the celebrities out here? You know, Justin Timberlake, the halftime show. He's like, I don't give a shit. I'm here to play football. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking cash. Yeah, so Alshon Jeffrey, look it up from the 2017, maybe 2018 It was Super when they Bowl. played the Patriots. When they yeah. played the Patriots, all-time soundbite. Um, now that we're in the media, I have to tread a little lightly so <laughs> that you know our counterparts can – we obviously don't want to bag on our industry here now that we're big media no, we should, I just trashed them. Yeah. Literally, for the Red Wings thing, I was, like, ripping them apart. <laughs> I said they're all losers. But with that, like, there's no it's, – it's like – it's like the Pro Bowl to me. Like, just just don't have it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need this. There's nothing interesting that ever comes out of the Super Bowl week. If guys are going to say that they're going to beat them, it's going to be prior to the uh, media week. Yeah, for sure. Nobody's going to be talking shit like right. two days before. The only, And the other one that kind of stands out to me for media week is the Marshawn Lynch. I'm here so I don't get fined. Right. Was that media week for the Super Bowl? I believe so, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I would love if everyone would just lean in. Um, and just, you know, make it like a full on UFC match and they just like get real personal and start ripping on each other. Just really lean into media week. Now that would be good if they had those long tables like they have at the UFC and have one team on one side and the other team on the other side. Yeah. With like Sirianni, uh, sit next to Reed right in the middle there. And yeah, just kind of, that would be entertaining. Maybe like a big round, like a big round table. I like that idea. I heard a rumor today and I can't confirm or deny it. I don't have sources, but, um, that said, so you get in, and on Monday or on Tuesday, which is media day, there's no practice. They said that all the players get bombed on Monday night, and that's why a lot of them are irritable on Tuesday is because they know they don't have to do anything on Tuesday, and it's their only day off of the week. So really, they go out, they drink, they go to the club, and they know that they just have to sit around all day and answer questions. Wait, yeah, because who – wasn't there a Super Bowl, like an offensive coordinator? Didn't, was it someone's son? Uh, I'm kind of going out on a limb here. Someone got like a DUI or did something really Andy bad. Reed's kid. It was kid. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. That was Brett Reed and it was like bad, but wasn't it like a car accident? And I think it was the day you're talking about. Yeah. I think it was like six days before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's fucking wild. Living it up in Scottsdale yesterday it would be. Yeah. That's, I'm <clears throat> curious if that's. That's true. That's interesting. All right, so media week got it covered there. Let's move into the uh, let's move into commercials here. So I feel like uh, I'm sure you guys feel the same, and everyone does. Like the commercial game is not obviously probably what it used to be. No, um, not even close because everyone's looking at their phones. They're distracted. They're over commercials. They're over advertised. Whatever it is. So I feel like this commercial piece is like I feel like I used to really pay attention to it, you know, like I'm in the same boat, even after the, and now I, I simply do not care if an ad grabs me, like, you know, if like, I'm like, Oh shit, there's someone I like, or I'm curious about, I will watch it or rewind it. Or I'll just, the next day I kind of just peep an article that says like, dude, I feel like I'm doing a hundred things during the game. So it's like when the game's on, I'm yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) When the game's on, I'm watching the game. When there's a commercial, I'm like, playing pool i'm playing darts i'm looking at my phone doing gambling bets like yes. i'm doing a million other things sweating besides, yeah oh heavy sweating <laughs> we're working but, yeah, yeah right i'm I not mean, fucking like oh what is, what's doritos doing yeah. yeah chandler's packing his backpack for work. <laughs> <laughs> chandler's trying said. to go to bed <laughs> <laughs> I'm I never just like to get a light down. buzz no. before I go to sleep. <laughs> All <Yeah>. right, library. <laughs> I, 
But yeah, dude, I, I agree, man. I don't really, I'm not like paying attention as much unless it's like a, something catches me right during the commercial break right. before I get going on something else. I'll watch it, but I'm not like, okay, let's tune into the fucking commercials coming up here. Right. Right. Unless you see someone. Yeah. Like, like we just said, uh, I, I always think I always try to look for like, not necessarily like the commercials, but I kind of try to see like a theme. Like, so I felt last year in particular, it was all crypto and all electric vehicles. That was like my takeaway from it, which like, it was the first year where it was like, where's like my Budweiser and Doritos, you know, like it felt like, uh, just kind of a, a shift. Uh, and I feel like the most, the ads that stuck with me the most were like the most obscure ones. It was like the less they did, the more I remembered it. Like, and I think this was last year. They did like the the DVD thing, QR like, code for yeah. Coinbase. Yeah, and it was, and it just floated around for fifteen seconds. And like of all the ads of last year, like I think that's the one I remember. Hit home. Well, know why that was memorable too? Is it crashed the website? Oh, did it? So many people hit the QR code that there was such high traffic volume that it was temporarily down at that point. And to me, those are just like, wow, like that's, I don't know, that's... Hey, it did its job. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, right. I agree with you, though. Like, I expect to see a Budweiser Clydesdales commercial yeah. every year. Yeah. There's got to be some type of Clydesdale. And then you, you go back to the old school ones. Like, I feel like GoDaddy was a big one back in the day. Yes. Didn't GoDaddy have yes. the yeah. big naked Super Bowl chicks. ads? Yes. It was just yeah. hot, naked girls. Yeah. yeah. And it was like you. I remember like watching it with like my dad and uncle and being like, "Oh, you know, and like my how dad, about that? Yeah. Oh, you see that? You know." And it, and it was like a website thing, so like they're just like, "What? What the hell's GoDaddy?" It was Danica Patrick. Yeah. Remember she was in a bunch of them. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, they, they're doing they're advertising Look porn now." Racer chick. Yeah, it was just like internet and boobs, so it must have been porn, you know. Low key, I was kind of dogging them earlier, but Doritos always had some pretty funny commercials too. Yeah, I I like don't. Like, what do you have any that stick out? Do you have any like noted? No, I don't. Because <laughs> I wrote, oh, real funny. I wrote down Doritos and then I crossed it out because I was like, nothing is is sticking out. But like, if you say Budweiser, like with without a doubt, I think top five commercial for me that most memorable was when uh, the fucking they just show the horse's feet and they keep re- rewinding it and rewinding it. And then it's like a zebra reviewing the play. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy, the two like cowboys are like, this ref's a jackass. Like I thought that was like a really good commercial. The like, other, uh, the other Budweiser one that sticks out to me is remember when they had the frogs and there was three of them oh, and they yeah. were like, Bud, why yeah. And they kept doing that. That one I always kind of remember too. For and the some was reason. ups. Oh, the was up. I don't, was that, was that, uh, I don't know if it was that Super wasn't Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Dude, that's one of my favorite commercials all time. <laughs> was up. That was fucking iconic. I Absolutely. always remember the, um, and I, I believe this was a Super Bowl, the baby for E-Trade. Oh, the yeah. baby that's talking. Yeah. 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 I always liked those commercials. Um, the one that I remember, I think it's pretty recent. The Betty White rest in peace where they have the Snickers and no. oh, you're yeah. hungry yeah. and they turn into Betty White. And they're like playing oh, football yeah. in the yeah, backyard yeah. or whatnot. I like I like that one as well. And then I was looking it up when I was prepping for the show here. It seems like Terry Tate, the office I, linebacker, I that was one, originally that's done a Super at a Bowl Super Bowl. Bowl. Yes, because yes. that's, that's a, number one, right? Yes, number one. That's an OG commercial, and that's a Reebok commercial. That was actually twenty years ago. Oh three, it debuted, and it started the spinoff of a series of Terry Tate commercials. Because that's probably like a lot of them. Like some of these were so good that they found their way into. There like, was a, they just kept playing them. Yes. you know, so you forget that it's an actual Super Bowl. The origination, yes, birthplace. Exactly. Oh, the other one uh, yeah, I was going to bring up to Frank real quick. This was a little bit before like 
my time, our time that we were tuned in, but legendary commercial was uh, Larry Bird and Michael Jordan playing horse. They was, had a was it a McDonald's commercial? I think it was, yeah. yeah. In 93, that one came out. I actually rewatched it a couple times. I was like, this is sick. No, that one was sick. Yeah, yeah and I think they, they're like betting Big Macs and shit like that. I, I think it was McDonald's. I could be wrong, though. Um, Jordan was gambling back then. They're like, oh, let's just make sure it's Big Macs and quarter pounders. Yeah, that's his dad. Um, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Whatever. <a> humor show. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So I'm scrolling like this website really quick and just remembering some. Uh, I did not know this, but do you remember like when Old Spice first started doing those? Like you could smell like a man. Look at, look at your man. Now look at me. Now look at your wife. Yes. Look at, yeah. Like they, they always have the most insane commercials. But it started on the Super Bowl, and it was that guy being like, look at your man. Now look at me. Now look at your man. Now look at me. And like he like fucking floats. He's like half man, half unicorn yes. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, he's like yeah, a yeah. centaur. Yeah, yeah, centaur. That's what they're But called. I thought those were funny. So um, last note on commercials is like I feel like maybe I'm just not seeing it or, but like, I always feel like there's like some brand that does a weird lead up to the Super Bowl where you like see their commercial and you don't really get it or it's confusing or it's like, find out on Super Bowl. Like this is happening. All I've seen is Gronk's like $10 million kick, but I haven't seen any brand like be like, stay tuned on the Super Bowl at this time to see like this thing. Um, and it reminded me of like, I don't know if you remember like Miller light when they had like the beer guy, uh, like the big black beer guy who would like, drop the shit off at stores and yes. he was like very funny and he like, that was the high life guy right high life. Yes. yes good yeah, call yeah. yes yeah and uh and he would be like before the super bowl he was just like like six million dollars for for 15 seconds like we're not doing that like maybe one and then like literally on super bowl like it was just one second of him like yelling at the camera <laughs> it was just like a blip on the screen do you, do you guys remember that I really, I just remember him doing the live the high life. Yeah. And he'd like roll out with fucking all the beers. So they had like a, a minute long commercial of him, like bitching of how expensive the ads are. And then on Super Bowl Sunday, it's literally him just going, ah, and that's it. That's the whole ad. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I either. don't remember that one either. Yeah. Well, they did it. Yeah. Well, it happened, so <laughs> I, will say I don't know what to fucking tell you. Is it worth it anymore? It, there, it's a $7 million 30 second slot on the Super Bowl this year. Like I'd rather pay FanDuel or DraftKings or points bet and get on one of their apps. And, and I mean, people are going to be locked into their screen way more on those apps than they are the TV. During I think it depends on who it is, right? I mean, like that QR code yeah. of that site, we still don't know who it is. Like that, Coinbase. That, oh, it was Coinbase? Yeah. Broke the website? I mean, that kind of did its job, right? Yeah. You know, I think there's, there's some where it hits a home run. I think there's some companies where... They have so much money, it doesn't fucking matter. That's that, true. That's you know, like true. you're going to see some M&Ms and some Snickers. Like, who the fuck Ford. cares? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, well, you know who's watching the commercials most of the time? Most women, kids. Yeah. Not not us. Not guys like us. Older generation. Right? Yeah. You know what We're I mean? drinking or sleeping. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, Looking well. at spreadsheets. <laughs> Damn straight. All right. And then now, finally, before we actually get into the game, do want to discuss... Um, last bit of media here the halftime performance this year we have someone i love personally rihanna given the halftime performance and as much as i do love her i am pretty i don't know if nervous is the right word but i'm tempering tempering expectations, expectations are very high for you huh no they're tempered oh they're, really I, I uh so i think rihanna rocks like in general i just think like she has a lot of good songs she was awesome for a while and i really just think she's awesome smoking at, hot smoking hot yep. as well and just like i think it's sick she's a billionaire because of her non-singing yeah like because of her 
clothing line. So she seems like she's awesome at like building her brand and fucking running a business, smoking hot. Awesome. Smokes I saw weed. I saw smokes a lot of weed. I saw Rihanna live at the palace, uh, like on a Thursday night, pretty disappointed. Really? I mean, she was in Chicago the next night on a Friday. So I kind of get, we were kind of a pass through through <clears throat> Auburn Hills. I totally understand that, but I don't know expensive tickets. And she was kind of like, eh, she did a lot of like, hold the mic out to the crowd. Type yeah. Deal. Yeah. And she hasn't launched an album since 2016. So I'm just, that's a long time. Well, that's yeah. why I'm actually kind of excited is she's been so low key lately working with Fenny um, and on her other ventures or whatnot, that this is probably one of the first times she's performed in a while. Um, and there's probably a lot of thought going into it. Yeah. And they're not going to try to sneak in her new music, I, which a lot of times is bullshit. The artists are promoting right. their newer music. We're just going to hear all of her best bangers. Smart. Yeah. And the other thing is she's only got what? Seven, 10 minutes to perform. And she's got eight, 10, 12 great songs. So you're just going to hear clips of song to song to song. So I'm actually the other way. I'm a little like more it. excited than tempered for this halftime show because she's had time. She hasn't come out with music. And this is the first time we're really seeing Rihanna perform publicly, probably since she had her kid, probably since before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's great points, Channy. I, uh, I just hope she, I mean, she's going to be up for the challenge. I'm going to, yeah, I'll put my faith in her, but I just am, you know, I just hope she does well. Hope she fucking rips it. Root who, for her. Who, who do you think she, is she going to, br- obviously she's with ASAP Rocky. Who's she going to bring out? So that, so I'm looking at her songs. That's exactly what I was going to do next. So I'm looking at her songs. Um, Hopefully she, Calvin she, Harris and they do fell in love in a hopeless place. Yeah. That's a jam. Like it would be. It would be crazy. There's that, no that, way yeah. like love the way. You, there's, no, there's no way like love the way you lie. There's no way like Eminem's coming out for the no. second year in a row. That, I don't know if that's really a Super Bowl halftime song, is it? You know, yeah, and it's Eminem's song. Yeah. I mean, it's a jam. I'm just looking at her top songs right now. She did an Umbrella remix with Chris Brown. I'm gonna She'll guess play that's a, not gonna happen. I think. <laughs> I think she will do that song though for sure. What Umbrella? I think she'll do that. I think so. Yeah, Umbrella. Um, what else we got? Found love in a home, hopeless place. Don't stop the music. Disturbia fucking tune mm, jam ponder replay the song that put her on the map. Yep. Um, stay slow it down a little bit. Um, it's like a transition song. And then she'll the new one. I mean, she's got S and M. That'd be kind of wild if she did that. That's a ripper. R- Rude boy. Shut up and drive. Uh, needed me. What's the one with um with uh with Drake? Like love on the brain. Yeah. But did, did, she has another one from that fucking album I'm not thinking of right now. Is she going to bring out Kanye and Paul McCartney? <laughs> I was for four or five seconds. <laughs> um, I am blanking on her. Oh, work. Well, 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 work. She'll 100% do that <laughs> and one. Isn't there one called like Wild Things? Why? Wow, wow, wow. Wild Yeah, thoughts. that was with wild wild thoughts. Thoughts. DJ, DJ Khaled. Yes, yep. And it's like a sample from that. Yeah, 2000 song. Yeah, There's yeah. no way he's not going to be there now that you say that. Who DJ Khaled. Yeah, Khaled is going to be there. Yeah. Why am I yelling? Um, bitch better have my money. Ooh, I mean, live your life. Little T.I. Oh, wow. That'd be a throwback. Yeah, now we're now I'm daydreaming. Yeah. But yeah, I hope she rips it. I think it'll be good. Um, and I think, you know, it's going to be, I don't think personally it'll ever, last year will ever be top just because like it was literally all my favorite artists out there. And we opened the show with 50 Cent. And I think we should talk about, um, honestly, might be my favorite Super Bowl halftime moment of all time was was 
overweight 50 cent hanging upside oh down. Oh my God, that hanging was so up, funny. Dude, it was the best thing in <laughs> Those the memes. world. Those memes? Yes. It and, was like a deli meat hanging. And he wasn't <laughs> announced. Like he wasn't announced to be there. And then they opened the bottom of the stage and he's hanging upside down with a bunch of fucking chicks dancing around. He's like, go, 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 <laughs> go, go, shawty. No and, neck. And then in true, in true 50 cent fashion, he just like leaned into it. Like everything he posted was like, man, whose fucking idea was this? Hashtag effing vodka. Hashtag power. <laughs> Dude, I laughed so hard of him hanging upside down. That was hilarious. 50 cents a whole dollar now. <laughs> he is. All right. You guys want to actually talk about the game now? Let's talk. I full- would love yes. to Let's talk, talk numbers. about the game. So I'm going to kick it off here. Um, points bet currently has the Eagles at one and a half point favorites over under 50 and a half. The odd thing about this, maybe it's not so odd for this game. The line hasn't moved. It's not been out a week and a half. It hasn't moved an inch. Hasn't moved. It has not moved an inch. It came out there. It has stayed there. You're seeing Philly money coming in, and it is not budging. So my big thing for this week and this game is the Chiefs' health. I think that's the biggest thing because you have so many storylines, et cetera, et cetera. We're talking about the Eagles' high-powered offense. Mahomes looked pretty healthy. He wasn't gimping too much on the Cincinnati game. What is he at? Is he 75? Is he 90%? Is he back to 100% having two weeks off? Kelsey, I mean, like right before game time of the AFC Championship game, they were saying he's a game time decision. I know. I was like, what? That's crazy. Since when? Because of his back spasms. And then it seems like every receiver for the Chiefs got hurt in the AFC Championship yep. game. Juju, Kadarius Tony, Miko Hardman. MVS. MVS. So a lot of injuries for the Chiefs, and you're getting a guy back that a lot of us have forgotten about. So I'm interested to see, are they going to use Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, a guy that they've seemingly replaced? He's back? I he's thought he back. was just healthy scratched. I didn't even know he's hurt. No, he's back. He's this not, he's not going to see a down. I don't know about that. We will see, but it, that's my big storyline, or the first thing that I'm looking at is how healthy are the Chiefs going to be yeah. going into the week? Lou, what are you looking forward to? Um, You know, I'm looking forward to the game, obviously, but I think that what Philly is going to try to do in this game is I think that they're going to try to control the clock, and I think they're going to run the shit out of the ball and just keep Mahomes and company off the field as much as they possibly can, and I think that's their their golden ticket to take this one home. Um, Outside of Mahomes scrambling at the end of the Bengals game and getting that 15-yarder to set him up for a field goal, he didn't really run at all in that game, right? Like, he wasn't scrambling. Like, he's usually good for a couple nice runs. That's actually where I think he kills you. Like, I mean, I think he destroys you with his arm and and that, but, like, where he murders teams is, like, on third and eight. Extending plays. Correct. So I think that Philly's keys to the game is I think they're going to try to go out there, control the cock. I. (laughs) (laughs) you got to control the cops don't forget to do that and slip buddy um control the clock and you know run the pill and and keep Mahomes off the field so much like the rest of the postseason because what Jalen Hurts has I don't think he has 250 yards passing this postseason I I, yeah I feel like he you could put anybody under there right so (laughs) I feel like the Eagles have just cruised 
They have. Yeah. And that's my biggest worry about it, too, is they have not been tested at all in the playoffs. They've had a fairly pretty easiest road you could probably have so far. They blew out the Giants, and then Purdy going down in the first series. I mean, they pretty much handled the Niners with no problem. And that, you know, so it's like, are they even ready to fucking step up or what? I mean, you look back even further than that. They've had a Purdy-less Niners. They had Daniel Jones and the Giants. They had a bye week. They had a Giants team that rested everybody at the end of the year, and then they played two games without Jalen Hurts. So how much has this team been tested, not in just the playoffs, in the last month and a half to two months? I agree. I don't think they've been tested too much for what they're going to go up against, a team that's made the AFC Championship, what, five straight years now? Right. And I, yeah, and I'm I'm curious to see that, like, if – the Eagles find themselves in a situation where they're down two scores, you know, where it, where it's it's seventeen to three at half or something, you know, like that. I don't see that happening. Uh, personally, like I don't see a lead growing for KC that big. But curious to see when and if the Eagles get in that situation, how they'd be able to respond, especially also with a rookie coach who's never yep co- head coached a, a Super Bowl before. I think for me, uh, truly, this game hinges the most on Kansas City's defense. Um, I think they're like the sneakiest defense in the NFL. They always seem to show up for big games and keep them in it. Um, I think this is going to be kind of a whole new animal. This feels like the most complete team that they, that Casey has faced. Um, You know, the bills pretty, I thought were pretty top heavy on offense. Um, And the Bengals are just, you know, they have their weaknesses as well. The Eagles, it's kind of tough to find where that issue is. And uh, if the defense can can get stops and, like you said, not let them pound the ball every single play, then I think we'll have a, a great game on our hands. Right, and if you're if you're Philly and you're game planning for Mahomes, like if I'm coaching the defense, I'm thinking I'm sending somebody on a blitz almost every play. Like I'm not giving this guy a second, and he's going to have to move out of the pocket to beat us, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The problem with that, though, is it's good in theory – but he has the best check down option in the NFL, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. You, you need to fire off a quick pass. You got linebackers blitzing. You dump it to your tight end. I'm not a defensive coordinator at all, but I'm just like, let's just put two guys on Kelsey and make someone else beat You have to. All right? game, yeah. you have 100%. to. 100%. Why is he so fucking good? Like, he just, he's always open and he catches everything. Good it, at reading holes in the defense. Yeah. You know, he's not fast. But he's just head he's and a big body better than every tight end in the league. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, he would he be that sick, like, without Mahomes? I mean, he, no one would be. But, like, would he be that sick on another team? Is it just Reed and Mahomes and all that? I mean, those are big factors. Yeah. Huge factors. But I I'm not. I wouldn't take anything away from his athletic ability. Yeah. I think he's a stud tight end. Yeah. You know? I really hope this is a good game. Because, like, last week or two – yeah, whatever. I don't know. Whenever the fucking AFC championships were, like, as those games ended, I watched the bet pop up. And I took Eagles. I was like, the Eagles are just, they're going to blow them out. I just have a feeling they're going to blow them out. Now I've sat on it for like a week and a half. Uh-oh, big brain in himself. Yeah, no, and I'm just like, what do you do? Like, this is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in the Super Bowl, like two weeks to get healthy. This could go either way, but I still I still got Eagles. I still got Eagles. I'm sticking with my one and a half for the Eagles on this game. The, the thing about this Super Bowl is nobody's talking about the Chiefs. And that is always scary when no one's talking about the Chiefs. Um, I saw this today. Shout out to DV for sending me this stat. 32 games since the Chiefs have lost a game by more than four points. 
Wow. The last time they lost a game by more than four points, October 24th, 2021. That's wild. You wouldn't think that. They've been under the radar all year. All they've been told is without Tyreek Hill, they weren't going to be the same offense. The Chargers, the Broncos were going to knock them off the AFC West. Well, hey, they got the one seed, but you know the winners of the Bengals-Bills game is actually going to be the team that's going to go to the Super Bowl. And they've quietly just done it, done it, gone about their business. Bold prediction from me. Not this, but I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to cover one one and a half. They're going to win the game. This will be Andy Reid's final game as an NFL head coach. Wow, that's my bold prediction. If you piece it together, why is Eric Bieniemy, who was one of the hottest coordinators the last two years, not gotten right. any interviews this off season? I believe it's because he probably has something in place with the Chiefs. Yeah, if they go out on top against his old team, with let's just be honest pieces of that team aging in the Chiefs, it's a perfect time for Andy Reid to go out. I believe he's going to let his team know that prior to the game. There's going to be extra juice to win this game. I'm taking the Chiefs 27, the Eagles 20. I love it. Real quick, before we do the score predictions between you and me, Lou, how old do you see this? How old would you think Andy Reid is? I would guess that he is... 61. I, I was just going to say 62. 64. Wow. Okay. Wow. We you were all over it. I was, I was wrong. So I definitely thought he was like 67. So I thought he was older. I thought he was closer to Pete Carroll, but he's 64. Good age yeah. I retire. could definitely see that Chandler too. Cause he has a lot of stuff that's going on off the field for him yep. too. personal family stuff like that. So I'm sure that he wants to step away, you know, from the day-to-day operations of an NFL head coach and, you know, live his final life out with his family and and enjoying it right yeah i love it i mean he's been a head coach since 1999 crazy continuously yeah he the 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 eagles and him parted ways he went to the chiefs the next season nuts 24 straight years of doing it you get your second one what better what 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 else yeah at that point in time right that was crazy that he never ended up winning a bowl in Philly with like McNabb, T.O., and Javon Kurse and those guys. They had a fucking stack team. Yeah. They, lost, they lost to the Patriots, right? They did. In the Super Bowl. Yep. I was rooting for the Eagles hard. I loved that team. Yeah, they had a lot of studs. I love Donovan McNabb. Always been an Andy Reid fan, yeah. I will say. Big Andy Football Reid guy. guy. Football Big guy. Andy Reid guy. What's your prediction, Big Slip? I am going – I'm going to ride with you, hands, and I'm going to ride with Philly, minus one and a half – I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I got Philly 20, KC 14. Whoa! Wow. Real low. 16 points below the over-under. Yeah. All right. Alt-under from Big Slip. I like it. All right. Well, I'm go birds go. Uh, I'm bird gang this week. Uh, I think it's going to be an electric Super Bowl. I want a high flyer. That's what I'm rooting for, so I'm putting it out into the world. Uh, so I got a little bit of an obscure score here. I got Eagles 33, Chiefs 27. Wow. That would be a lot more exciting than 20 to 14, I'll say. I would think so. And I'm just hoping for I'm just hoping for fireworks. You know, if I could get a final drive to end the game, I'd absolutely love it. And the one and a half line kind of says it might be, but I don't know. Cheney's got me nervous now. No, no. It's it it is what it is. It's just every state in the United States has more action on the Eagles yep. than the Chiefs, except for Missouri, which is where Kansas City is. So 49 of the states have more action on the Eagles. 71% of the money is on the Eagles. Nothing's moved. 
It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And like I said, when it doesn't make sense, I've talked to a lot of people this week about it. Some not the best betters, some decent betters. Every one of them has taken the Eagles. Every person I've talked to has taken the Eagles. Yeah, not good. I but I but I will say this was kind of the not as intense as, as you're saying right now. But in the AFC, uh, the NFC Championship, uh, I felt like the only guy you and me were the only two in the world taking the Niners. Yeah. Um, and I really felt how what you're talking about right now. I was like, Niners are gonna do that. Everyone's on the Eagles. Everyone's on the fucking Eagles. And then they just steamrolled. Well, if Mahomes gets hurt, yeah, they're not going to win. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I mean, of course. But, you know. But it did. I mean, even before Purdy got hurt, it looked like the Eagles were steamrolling that game. All right. Any um, side bets here? And then I want to talk about just a few uh, NFL obscurities, and then we'll close with over-under. But any juicy bets that you guys want to share with the world? And if you guys are out there and you are going to bet for Super Bowl, if it's your first time better betting, first-time users only, go to PointsBet, download it, First-time users, use the code CHAMPAGNE for a deposit match. I got a couple uh, couple prop bets I dialed up here from, from points bet I'd love to share with the fans out there. Let's, Let's hear it, baby. So, That's what go. he did at the library. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why do we both get so jacked? <laughs> I, got, I got four of them for you guys. Sweet so Jesus. My first one is Kelsey over seven and a half receptions. Cue the sheep. And that's plus 105. Ah. <laughs> Next, I have Boston Scott, anytime touchdown, plus 500. And his over-under rushing yards, what do you guys think it's at for the game? I'm uh, going to say 12 and a half. 12 and a half? I was going to say like 23. Five and a half. Five? Boston Scott's over-under rushing yards on points bet is five and a half. Goo -goo. I fucking love that. Like, I love it, love it, love it. That means he's not playing. Next one I got for you, boys. <laughs> Mel, or Mel, Veldez <laughs> Scantling. Over three and a half receptions. That's plus 180. Like that one a lot. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close it off here with Philly pounding the pill. Miles Sanders, they got him at five and a, or excuse me, 55 and a half rushing yards. Give me the over on that. There we go. There we go. So I, much like you, had several bets here. I'm going to give some Hail Marys, and then I'm going to give some ones that I like. So first one, if you can get Kadarius Tony alt yards. I saw on a different site today that I'm not going to promote that his alt yards for 50-plus yards was 4-1. to one. That, to me, is insane. If Kadarius Tony is able to play, now obviously take note, later in the week we're going to find out if he's able to play, he is their number one or number two receiving option. So Kadarius Tony alt line, 50-plus yards, 4-1. to Two-teamer prop bet that I like here. So two, plus 260 for this one. Jarek McKinnon, over 22.5 receiving yards. I think they're going to dump it out of the backfield a lot to kind of slow down that Eagles pass rush. A.J. Brown over 72.5 receiving yards. Parlay those two together. And then I'm going to give you some juicy, high-in-the-sky, Hail Mary Love bets it. here. Yeah. So here's my first one. Blake Bell touchdown 11-1. to Mahomes, gimpy ankle. They do that weird motion where Blake Bell goes under center mm -hmm. when they get on the goal line, and he goes through for the QB sneak. Mm -hmm. I like the value if wow. they're inside the five Don't hate for the, the Chiefs to get Blake Bell a touchdown 11-1. to one. And then the other one I like at coming in at 50-1, to one, this is also going to be contingent on injuries, Sky Moore 
first touchdown score. Oh, wow. I, the, the Chiefs are banged up at receiver. Sky Moore is one of their fully healthy receivers. I like Sky Moore at 50-1 to one to score the first touchdown this weekend. I love it. I love it. You guys, those are great. Those are great bets here. Uh, Chandler kind of stole my thunder because my biggest Hail Mary was going to be a first touchdown one. Uh, his is much further of a Hail Mary, but in kind of the way you were thinking, Pizzo, I like Boston Scott. I think that first touch, I mean, the amount of people that rushed the, the hill in for the Eagles, if I'm thinking of a score of 33, I'm taking Miles Sanders anytime. I'm taking Boston Scott anytime. Kenneth and Gainwell, and throw I'm, him I'm, in there. Throw Ganey, and then, of course, you got to put Jalen Hurts in there as well. Yep. So I am truly debating taking any guy that could rush a touchdown in for the Eagles as an anytime touchdown. And then Boston Scott is the juiciest one to me at plus 2,000 for the first touchdown of the game. Mm-hmm. Um. My other one, my other Hail Mary here, and this is more of a game security blanket. Uh, obviously, if you're you, obviously if you take a team and it and they're blowing the other team out, that's great for you. But if if you're wor- worried you're going to get bored during this game, I hope you don't. But for the Eagles to win every single quarter is at plus twenty five hundred. So all I'm thinking about is when the Bucks beat. Kansas City or when you have one of those games that's just an absolute snoozer. Stinker, yeah. yeah. That is a safety net bet you could take that uh would be nice to be hitting while the game's just kind of dead. And to your point, we're not hoping for this, but no. what if Mahomes does get injured? That's what I mean. Like th- to win every quarter is, you know, it's it's plus 2500, but it's definitely like the snoozer bet. And hey, if you're feeling what if Hurts gets hurt? Uh, then you can take the Chiefs at plus 3,500. Wow. So there's your blowout safety net bet. There you go. Throwing Keep an eye up. on them. Those are on points bet. Um, other than that, I got the Eagles, and then I'll probably, I'm just, I mean, knowing me, knowing who I am as an individual, I will probably tease that number down and then tease the Eagles up through zero. So I'll get it at, what, fucking plus, Eagles plus five and a half, and then take that uh, 50 down to, what, 43? 44 yeah so know what i like this year and i don't know how many books have it but some books are putting out super bowl squares first half score yeah so like uh let's let's look at a long shot here on one of them on one of the books so eagles one chiefs two at the end of the first half is 460 to one right now the end of the first half yes so if it's eagle one chiefs two that pays four hundred and sixty to one right now. I mean, so it's, I mean, it's twenty one and I mean, what twelve or twenty one yeah, to twelve, six and six, right? Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck, Buckner has a day. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's very possible. <laughs> twenty one, twelve. What if he misses an extra point and they go for two on the second touchdown? Anything. This is where this is where it gets dangerous. This, this is when you fall into that vortex. This is what happens. What happens if a safety happens? It screws everything up at that point in yep. time. So. I like if you're going to your For local, those odds, yes. it's worth it. If you're going to points bet, if you're going to your local sports book, check out the squ- Super Bowl squares bets. You get unreal odds on some crazy combinations. Yeah, and I, I'll knock on wood here. I'm probably going to ruin it for myself, but this is typically some of my best. I've had. I've been lucky to have some of my absolute best wins on Super Bowl, so I'm hoping to have it again. Number one win of all time was just absolutely pounding the Patriots at half. Uh, you know, when they were down 
whatever it was, 28 to three, mm-hmm. took them, uh, but they, it was last. I think it was like 21 to three, but pounded them at half. They ended up coming back and winning. That was awesome. And then last year used a free bet, like a $200 free bet on OBJ first tug. And that one hit, which was just awesome. So hoping that, to recreate that feels the magic good. Game. I actually hit Odell uh, last year on the first touchdown. Yeah. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That was nice. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. That's okay. A, that's exactly yeah. what I just said to you. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Great hit, Frank. Um, Last note before over under, if you are first time better, you know, you don't want to bet on the game at all. Or if you just like just the absolute gimmick fucking bets, which way the planes are going to fly over the coin flip, the national anthem, national anthem is always an exhilarating bet. I heard they ever the Kool-Aid take, color. Yeah. Or I'm sorry. Gatorade color. So that's exactly what I was actually going to read to you. Uh, the last few Kool-Aids, Jesus, Gatorades, <laughs> the last few Gatorades. <laughs> Well, it's funny because a lot of them are blue. So last year it was blue. Uh, the year before that was – so Rams, Bengals, it was blue. Bucks, Chiefs, blue. Uh, Chiefs, Niners, orange. Back to blue again. Patriots, Rams, yellow uh, for the Eagles, Patriots. And then I'll stop here at 2017 for Patriots, Falcons. It was just none. No. no Gatorade. Wow. What if it's water? I don't know. It was a walk-off, so they just didn't – there was no bath. But even running through it, it's blue, blue, orange, blue, yellow, none. Orange, blue, orange, none. Purple, orange, orange, yellow. So, I mean, oh, and then clear, clear, clear. Orange clear. is like one of my least favorite Gatorade yes, flavors. Sucks. Oh, my God. Coming back from, from uh, Green Bay, my buddy was like trying to be nice. And he's like, hey, I got everyone Gatorades. And he fucking handed me that orange thing. I almost just fucking threw launched it out the window. window. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, we just saw the Lions. Like, get me blue. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Idiot. Um, and then the last note i had stupid shit uh there have been you know however many super bowls what do you say 56 29 tails 27 heads so pretty dead even there and then 15 of the last 18 super bowls have been won by the team in white jerseys who's that this year that's the chiefs 36 of 56 white jerseys have won big brain madden simulation one in four the last five years madden simulation picked the Philly. Eagles. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, good luck on all your Super Bowl bets and everything yeah. else in between. Let's, Get rich or die trying, right? Yeah. And if you're going to the game, um, I'm envious because the uh, I'm envious of your bank account because the average cost is $6,382. And the lowest ticket on the resale market is $5,738. The game is expected to have a $1 billion estimated economic impact for the greater Phoenix area, and that's not even counting the fucking waste Waste. management going on. 17.8 million Americans plan to watch the game at a bar or restaurant. One plans to be in bed by half. Chandler. And then, then, yeah, that's it. Let's let's uh let's go to the over unders now. Phoenix is gonna look like Dubai next year. Can you get some of that money for the to the Coyotes for a damn arena? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I mean, come on, Sell man. Sell the fucking team. Um, okay, so got over under here to close the show. Thanks for hanging with us for this long little longer show. Very excited for uh, Super Bowl and the last football game of the year. But even bigger than the Super Bowl, uh, my buddy Jerry. Longtime friend, longtime friend of the show, sent the over-unders here, and he told me this week he is having a baby boy. So Let's congratulations go. Congrats, Jerry. to Jerry out in Ohio. Go Hornies. Go Ohio. Go baby boy. Congratulations, Jerry. Congrats, bud. We appreciate you sending this, and we hope everyone's doing well.
LGRW, let's start it. Channy, you're up first. Number one, the Grammys. The, the Grammys. Overrated. I didn't watch a second of them, and I never plan to watch a second of them moving forward. Overrated. Uh, same with Chandler. I don't watch the Grammys either. Just saw the shitty outfits on Twitter. Not for me. Overrated. Had no idea they were on, like you said. Didn't watch a single second. Uh, saw maybe a tweet about the shitty outfits. I don't care. It's a bunch of uh, it's a bunch of uh, rich people and celebrities just kissing each other's asses. The only I don't even I don't think half it was the a, songs that win the shit aren't even good songs. No, you know. No, I think uh, you know, like Iggy Azalea won like best best new rapper one year, and that was it for me. Um, the last good award show is the one Ricky Gervais hosted. Yes, that was hilarious. Last good one. Um, okay, number two on the list, Big Lou, you are up. And I actually wanted to bring this up on the show, so I'm glad Jerry fucking put it in here. Two, NFL is scripted rumors. Wow. I'm <laughs> I'm getting they're they're annoying at this point. Yeah. I I'm I'm over it. I don't want to hear it. It's it's not like do they does the NFL want certain things to happen? Do they maybe lean the game that way? I could see that a hundred percent. I don't think the games are scripted, overrated. Um so I am gonna say underrated because I I did think like a lot of the memes were absolutely hilarious and to see the progression of them fucking killed me. Like at first it started with like things that happen on the football field and then it progressed to like I saw one that was just like Michael Vick's dog reading the NFL script and it was like <laughs> the dog like cowering in fear and I just thought it was like the absolute funniest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. So I actually I, did see a funny one now that you mentioned dude, that. they are funny. It was Henry Ruggs reading his script, <laughs> which was kind of fucked yeah, up, and yeah. he was in like a Too Fast, Too Furious car. And it's like they're just so committed to the, the script. Yeah. So I think the memes are very funny, and I also kind of think it's hit this critical mass point where we can like drop it because it's so ridiculous to think it's actually scripted. Right. Um, so I'm actually happy for that like to just like stop. Um, so I'm going to say it was underrated because I do think the memes are very funny. The online Twitter content is definitely underrated <laughs> when it comes to the <laughs> NFL being scripted. Like you said, like, I don't think anyone takes that rumor seriously or like to the extent that people, you know, initially thought maybe, but with that, I saw a ton of hilarious ones and like, it got annoying at first and then they started getting better and better. Yes. And now I like want more of yeah, those memes. I agree. And it's, it's kind of a spooky format because it's endless. Right. Like anything that has ever happened ever can be paired with any clip that's ever been put on the internet anywhere. Yes. So it's fucking insane. Um, all right. Number three, Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys. I love Bloody Marys. Uh, there's some that are made incorrectly that I don't like, but for the most part, I love starting my day, especially if you're hungover with a Bloody Mary, get the day going. Um, I like them a lot. Chandler, you're shaking your head, but I'm going to say underrated. I here, like tomato juice. Let me let me do your guys' job here. <laughs> Chandler doesn't like to drink. <laughs> He's going to be in bed. <laughs> I actually dropped it. I dropped the joke, but thanks for bringing it back. <laughs> so, we were over it, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Bloody Mary guy. I don't like tomato juice, which Ooh. is the main ingredient in Bloody Marys. Yep. I like the beef sticks, the cheese, the pickles that come with it. Nice little happy, but Bloody Marys are overrated. I love Bloody Marys. Yeah. Huge Bloody Mary guy, especially on the golf course, because you get like a little breakfast with your drink. That's what I mean. You yeah. Get, yeah, like what Chandler was saying, you get the meat stick. You know, it, some of them are a little too much. They got like a burger, a fucking chicken sandwich I hate when on it's it. Like that. You know, it's yeah. like that's too much, but I definitely like the little snack that comes with it. Um, another tidbit Bloody Mary should not be drank after 
uh, 12 o'clock. So there's no such thing as an afternoon Bloody Mary. Second tidbit, Bloody Marys are better with gin than vodka. What? Yes. I'm not a gin guy. If you've never tried it, I highly advise that you give it a go one time. I only drink my Bloody Marys with gin, not vodka anymore. I, I will do this disclaimer. Lou is the biggest Bloody Mary guy that I know. Oh, really? Like, he's like, a, every time you play golf in the morning with him, like, it's a Bloody Mary into the beers. Yeah. It's not like a crack right. of beer as your first drink. Right. Like, he's always warming up with a Bloody Mary. Well, if you know it, I'll, I'll try the gin. I don't, like, gin is like the one liquor I really don't enjoy. It doesn't have, like, a, like that taste where you're thinking, like, a gin and tonic. Right. It, like, everything else kind of masks. I don't know. It, it goes with I'll try it. try it out. Give it a go. I, I stand behind it. I have, a, I have a potentially cold take about a Bloody Mary, though, uh, is if you asked me if I wanted a pickle in it or, a, like, a big celery stock, I would pick the celery stock. Not I like, me, no. Yeah, I know. Most well, people, that's the wrong answer. I understand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. <laughs> the Chinese spy balloon. Oh, the God. Chi- Chinese- <laughs> Jerry's hitting him home this yeah, week. Jerry's on fire. He, he must have searched Twitter before over under. I, <laughs> overrated. I, I need to stop hearing about this damn balloon. Um, overrated. I don't I, I don't get it. Everyone's just is so one side or the other, and it doesn't matter. There were some funny memes, but, like, people are getting serious about it online. And, like, (laughs) I just – I don't have time for that bullshit. So, overrated for the Chinese spy balloon. I – I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to say underrated (laughs) because of the meme factors. I'm going to switch it up from you guys on the last one. Um, I've enjoyed a ton of the memes coming off of that. Uh, The whole situation is, like, all these people freaking out about it. It's like, buddy, look at yourself. Like, look in the mirror. You got bigger problems than a fucking (laughs) balloon flying over. Okay. Uh, underrated yeah i'll be honest i haven't dug into this at, like really at all it's it's kind of one of the big internet things that i've i've kind of missed i mean obviously i've seen the fucking picture of it but i did jump into a comment section that was absolute like an absolute wasteland um and i gotta be honest it's pretty fucking entertaining if you're, <laughs> you're able, lost if you're able to laugh at it and just kind of zoom out yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's underrated it's just such a stupid fucking thing like a fucking blimpy balloon yeah, just flying. Like, like I, the whole thing is nuts. It's theater, dude. It Everyone's like, like, oh my God, they're spying on us. I'm like, you have TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. They've spied on you for years. Right. Like, uh, stop, stop. We have more agents listening to this podcast than actual listeners. <laughs> Shout out to the, the, the whoever's agents. listening. Shout yeah. out to my agent. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for keeping it low key Thanks, on my Jerry search McGuire. history. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number five and final one here. Who's up? Channing, help me out. Pizzo. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith, God, Stephen A. Smith. He has done, he's, he's climbed the ladder in in our world now. I will say definitely. I just can't do like him, him and Skip Bayless kind of ruined Stephen A. For me. Cause I fucking hate Skip Bayless Fair enough. and I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's too much. It's too much fucking fake shit. It's just another story. Another day for Stephen A. It's always the same shit on, or I'm sorry, overrated. Stephen A, if you would ask me this, like in the heart of the the whatever their show was, the skip, the skip and Stephen A show, like I would have said, like overrated, hate him, can't stand him. I thought he was the biggest idiot in the world. It blows my mind that both of them are still as successful as they are. Uh, but going one by one, I can't believe that Skip Bayless truly is even on error at all. Stephen A has grown on me. Like he's distanced himself from him. Um, and I kind of find him funny now. Cause I think he kind of bought into the bit a little more. Um, 
And he did that Sunday conversation with Caleb, and I thought it was like pretty funny. And I think it's funny how he makes fun of the Cowboys. So I'm gonna say he's he's been a roller coaster my whole life. This could change next year, but I'm gonna say right now he's underrated. I'm very similar to you, Frank. He's grown on me over the years. Um, he has some of the funniest sound bites, especially when he talks about he the does. Mix. I, will I, I think say like that memes sure. like saved him. Yes, yeah. like that one where. Who was on crack? Yes. <laughs> like, that is an all-time soundbite. Why do you do that? That one's hilarious, too. So I like Stephen A. Smith. I think he's an entertainer. He's a fellow media, sports media guy. We got to show respect to our fellow people in <laughs> sure, the sports sure. media industry. So with that, I think Stephen A. Smith is underrated. And that fight he had with Jay Williams this week was all-time awkward television. Missed it. Me too. What happened? Look it up. So okay. they got like very personal on first take. Jay Williams came onto his show. They started arguing about uh, Kyrie and Jay Williams was like, I think you're taking things personal. Like you always do Stephen a and like Stephen a shot back at him. Tim Legler was there. He literally didn't move. He was like a <laughs> statue the whole time. The host didn't intervene. Look it up. It's like a two minute back and forth where they like, Keep cutting lower on each other nice. on, to check that on out. TV. It's we should have a show like clip. that. We should get going like that. I like that. Just cut each other down. Yeah, we, we just have a day. stand. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly pumping each other up here. Yeah, yeah Jill had a rough go. Stumbled, stumbled out the gate. <laughs> All right, solid stuff. That is over under, and that is episode 95, the last football episode of the year. Obviously, we'll break down the Super Bowl next week, but we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you following, sharing, all the above. Don't forget to click the link in the bio on Instagram and follow the subscribe to the Champagne Report, and also mark your calendars for the Champagne Showcase on March 4th at Clark Park. Uh, come watch hockey for a great cause. Good luck on all your bets this weekend. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate it five stars, write a review, tell a friend, um, and just keep it real out there. Thanks for listening, team. Good luck, everybody. Have a great Super Bowl Sunday. Hey, tear up the books this week, ladies and jets. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> See you. Amen. Wish death upon me. Blood in my dog and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And niggas trying to take my life away. I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me. My back on the wall, now you gon' see. Better watch how you talk when you talk about me. Cause I'll come and take your life away. Many men, many, 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 many men. Wish death on 